0: Welcome back to Ethan on Action. I'm your host, Ethan Baum, joined here by Peter. And it's the end of the year. Year, year, year. What a year. So this episode is basically just making our list our top fives. I'm too lazy to do 10. That's just too much work. But we'll do top fives.
1: <laughs> Way too much work.
0: <laughs> but no, we are gonna start off with best action movies. Um and finish off with best a- actual movies. <laughs> I actually really enjoyed this year. Like, there was a lot of variety. Movies are back, baby, is mm-hmm. what I got. Mm-hmm.
1: Yeah. Yeah, after the whole COVID stuff and all, you know, lockdown, like, now we we're actually getting the movies like that yeah. should have been released during that period. There's so much variety. Out.
0: Yeah. And I enjoyed all of them.
1: Yeah, and they're, like, released everywhere now. You get some streaming, but then you get movies only in the theaters, and you still have those people fighting for that. And,
0: yeah. It's... Yeah. I'm excited that the movies are back. I'm excited that there's a, as much variety variety that we had and plus the, the superhero movies aren't exactly that successful this year mm-hmm. um, but at the same time it's also a scary time too. It's like very scary the, the, the theatrical experience is dying it's going <laughs> and it it sucks because in movies, what way
1: like how, how what way do you see well, it' dying?
0: No streaming has basically Netflix has destroyed movies okay to be honest it's hard to get funding for any movie now
1: yeah yeah that's true yeah like tar. it's hard to get people into the theaters like to like, yeah, you have to do like something massive big blockbuster where yes. like you can't watch it on your own tv or otherwise the middle movies those are the ones that are like yep. suffering
0: which is the ones we love from yeah. the 90s <laughs>
1: Those are all the best. Stuff. Like, those are the cult classics that you still talk about today. And yeah, those are you're just, dying. You're it, not getting those anymore. It's a
0: scary time. That's yeah. why they have to figure it out. Like, Disney hasn't figured it out. Netflix has. They kind of figured it out. They have the. Yeah,
1: Netflix is throwing you know, everything like, through the wall. A little bit,
0: though. A little bit, though. Like, they're doing the theatrical thing, and then why not, right? Because that's how movies were back in the day. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you know, theatrical run, and then ultimately on TMN. Yeah. Um, but, no, it's a scary time because movies just aren't getting funded properly anymore, and we're not getting the quality that we used to get in the 90s or mm-hmm. even 2000s. Mm-hmm. And you know what's even scarier? Um, I started listening to a lot of like different podcasts like with guys in the business. What's even scarier is that Netflix isn't buying movies anymore.
1: They only want to do original stuff? Okay, no, I'm understand.
0: saying they, they, they will take a creator's movie but yeah. they don't they're not gonna pay you three million for it uh, like how they did before okay now it's like you get uh, apparently you get paid like per stream and it's like cents pennies <laughs> to a point where like a movie that costs so much time and money is worth like ten cents
1: Ugh. it's scary yeah that's scary enough like yeah little tours <laughs> and' we're, this
0: is literally like three years ago when they were paying like two three million dollars for movie they don't do that anymore
1: yeah it's wild
0: crazy. but Let's stay positive. Let's talk about the great movies we had this yeah, year. Let's talk about the good stuff. Top five best action movies. Um, <clears throat> excuse me. I can start. I kind of struggle a little bit because <laughs> I, really I did too. Sh- I really shouldn't put it ten as opposed to five because five is it's kind of hard. Um, but no, I I kind of had a little fun with it. I was like, you know what? It's arbitrary. It's subjective. Let's have t- some fun. So number five, I went with the contractor, the Chris Pine action vehicle.
1: I uh, yeah I tried to watch this I I I didn't like it that much I oh, couldn't I, I get it. through it I loved it honestly.
0: I loved it it was so old school f- for me and it felt like almost like a Metal Gear Solid story <laughs> <laughs> goes on a mission
1: gets betrayed now has to <laughs> fight his team <laughs> Chris Prine is great in it though I I really liked him in it but. yeah I, I want I, him to get more like centered action I want him to have his own franchise wow well, he
0: had like a mini return because he had the all the knives out all the knives whatever that other (laughs) spy movie but unfortunately it's just him and this character talking (laughs) for the entire movie (laughs) at first i thought it was like oh another spy vehicle actually nah
1: all right so number five for me is prey the predator franchise that was on my list i took it off took it off Yeah. yeah i really enjoyed it it's um it flip flops between like the second best uh, Predator movie for me, like between that and Predator Two. So, uh, hey. yeah, <laughs> blasphemy. <laughs> I know, <laughs> know you're gonna kick me out of your podcast now, but <laughs> I
0: didn't like Prey as much as everybody else
1: did. Really? I I, I loved it. I I love the setting. I, mean, I love the just the nature of it all. Like, like just Predator in nature, like fighting off bears and everything. But then it's a cool concept, but it's
0: just too clean. Like everybody's so clean. <laughs> it's like everybody showers and nobody has mud in their face and versus, you know, the first predator, where they're in the jungle, everybody's like sweaty and grimy, right? Mm-hmm. It's just too clean for me. And it takes takes me out of it. And plus the predator by nature doesn't kill women. He only kills like men who are armed and I'm like, Okay. <laughs> so she has such an advantage here. <laughs> That's why I didn't really like it. Like yeah. I, I appreciate some parts for it, mm-hmm. but not my thing. Cool. And no, that's fine. That's the theme of twenty twenty two, variety. Yep. <laughs> okay, number four. I was actually hesitant about putting this on my list because I was like, is this an action movie? Is it really it's more crime drama, but ultimately I put it on because I I love this movie. It's the Batman. Ah, yeah. That's actually number four for me. <laughs> yeah. Well, yeah. Yeah.
1: <laughs> cool, let's talk about it. like I don't want it
0: <laughs> The action's so spread throughout. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Just...
1: Yeah. You had sprinkles of it?
0: <laughs> yeah. I, like, I'm hesitant to be like, this is a legit action movie. Yeah. No, this is more like a, a, a crime, yeah. long-winded Like David drama. Fincher
1: did a little bit of that. <laughs> yeah.
0: yeah. 100%. Yeah. Okay, so I'll go to my number three. Yeah. The Gray Man. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> this is actually my
1: number three. Oh. Do we have the same list? <laughs> probably. Probably. Hey. People out there don't like it as much as we do. <laughs> I keep having to hear people shit on it. And I'm like, why? Why are you shitting on the gray man? Mainly the Ringer guys. They don't like it.
0: Yeah. Uh, fuck it. <laughs> it's more so... Well, they're they're also shitting on the Russo brothers. Because you remember how, like, uh, at first they thought the Russo brothers are saving cinema? Mm-hmm. <coughs> Excuse me. And now they think they're, like, destroying cinema? Yeah. Well, they really <laughs> turned on Marvel. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah. No, I enjoyed this movie. I, I feel like... The Russo brothers, they really tapped into something, especially with our modern day audiences mm-hmm. in the in the world of streaming. Mm-hmm. They made a movie that you can dip in and out mm-hmm. with like five or six set pieces. Yeah. Those are like the chapters.
1: Yeah. And that, that kind of harkens back to like the, the 90s where like you would jump into those movies at any point and like just be like, oh, I'll just watch it from here. Like from this action, because you know what, what yeah. where you are in the movie. And, and yeah, I, I really like that aspect. Of it. They, they had a little bit of a 90s feel to it, but then with the like, you know. Present time take on it.
0: It's very similar to Captain America: the Civil War. Same deal. It's like five or six set pieces. You can jump in whenever you want.
1: Yeah,
0: and it's like the perfect streamer movie when I got nothing to watch at eleven thirty p.m. I throw it on. I'm like, oh, right,
1: cool.
0: God's not gonna bust.
1: Plus, I just love Evans wow. hamming it up.
0: <laughs> the mustache. <laughs> oh okay, yeah, yeah. Side note: Who has a better mustache? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I felt this question coming. Him or
1: uh, Henry Cavill in Fallout. I'm going to say Henry Cavill just because it caused like so much trouble for everything, <laughs> for other <laughs> movie studios. <through us. laughs> I got to go with that. It's like the the ultimate mustache story of all time. I feel like the Greyman's
0: like Chris Evans, looks fake. Like it doesn't look real. <laughs> it doesn't fit him. It
1: seems like you can just pull it off at any point. First, Henry Cavill, like he just pulled off anything. Like any look you give him. Homeless well, man? Yeah, that's the most <coughs> beautiful homeless. homeless man you've ever seen in your life. Well, there's rumors that he might be Dr. Doom. Oh. 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 Yes, please. Yeah, DC will take your garbage. <laughs> I was doing <laughs> quotes there. He's not garbage.
0: <laughs> okay, number 2. I you can go. I feel like we have
1: the same one. Okay. Number 2, I have Top Gun. Nope. I have uh, ambulance. Okay, yeah. We're probably flopping.
0: Yeah. <laughs> so is your number one ambulance? Yeah, it is. Wow, well, I convinced you of my video essay? Yeah.
1: No, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. It's your video essay. That's exactly <laughs> what it Well, it probably has, like, recency bias, too, because I, I just recently watched it. Okay, well, let's talk about why you love Top Gun Maverick first. Uh, well, like, the ultimate movie experience. Like, Thank you, Tom Cruise, for holding out for all these years, because, goddamn, like, but why was it your number two why did you like uh better? so this is more like i love the action in this so th- this is why it's on my action list uh, well it's gonna be on my other list but we'll get there uh but i loved it from an action perspective like it was exhilarating as hell i i never had any nostalgia for top gun i didn't care at all. For I don't think Tombo, anybody but... does.
0: I think people <laughs> over forty do, but so people a lot of the don't.
1: emotional aspects of the movie, I, like it, it still hit me on, on some of them. Like, like I le- really like Miles Teller's arc and everything, and Colin Powell. Well, damn, Glenn Powell, Glenn Powell, sorry, Glenn Powell. Uh, but uh, just some of the nostalgia part of it, so like, uh, it didn't really connect with me. So, no, I I still think it's superior
0: to Ambulance. Amblin like these two go so well together. <laughs> Double feature baby. Double fe- or triple feature, Grayman, ambulance, Top Gun Maverick. Mm-hmm. <laughs> these these three are perfect. Well, not perfect. I think Grayman certainly has his flaws with his action. Mm-hmm. Uh but no, I think um I think the reason why Top Gun Maverick beats ambulance in my book is that uh, even though ambulance has more of like an emotional core, Top Gun does too, but the set pieces in Top Gun are just so much more yeah. exhilarating. They're they're amazing, yeah. <laughs> oh. Real life, baby. Real life, planes. <laughs> okay, next up, we got best action scenes. Um, you can go. All right. Number five.
1: Best action scenes. So number five for me is... Let me see here. Uh, so it's from the show, television show, Barry. Mm-hmm. Okay. The, uh, I believe it's episode seven where he's, uh, it, it's the whole chase sequence. I actually the... forgot about that. No? Yeah. <laughs> I probably would to put it on had <laughs> I remembered. It was awesome. Like, it, it has, like, so much dark comedy sequences in it, but it's also, like, very quiet in a way, like, almost like melancholy. And the way he's just driving on the street and there's just, like, this crazy sh- stuff happening <laughs> around him. And the whole, the way it's shot, everything about it is just beautiful stuff. And, um, yeah, I can't wait to see more, Barry. <laughs> yeah, I, I wouldn't put it on. I just you forgot. forgot For some reason, I just forgot. Yeah. Um,
0: no, I went with more. <clears throat> Sorry, guys. Got a cough here. Um, I actually went with the finale of Avatar. The last hour, Avatar Way of Water. not 2, seen that yet. <laughs> Avatar 2, Bruce Lee, Way of Water.
1: Yeah. Bruce Lee. <laughs>
0: <laughs> the last hour is pretty pretty sick. It's pretty sick, <laughs> and you know, man. Well, I, I'll tell my our two audience members. Um, I'm not really the the biggest Avatar fan. Yeah. I didn't really like the first one. I or appreciate the 3D. I, I just found it so fake looking. Okay. Um, this one this is a lot more immersive this time around. Mm. I felt like I was there. <laughs> it's like playing a video game almost. <clears throat> Very cool stuff. Um,
1: so what's your number four? Number four is the village raid from the north man that is mine yes <laughs> man like the way it starts off him catching the spear and throwing it back yeah that's probably like top two three badass moments like badass scenes or just yeah
0: man <laughs> yeah. yeah it's pretty cool it's um obviously wonders are just yeah never get old yeah um Sure, there could be some flaws with the actual choreography. Like, it's relatively mm-hmm. simple. Mm-hmm. Um, but just the fact that how he like hunches over with his neck like that. Yeah.
1: Rrr, <laughs> it's pretty dope. Yeah. Yeah, I could watch him just <clears throat> walk through the like, screens and like, different settings all the time.
0: <laughs> it's it's certainly an achievement. Mm-hmm. Um, all right, so we have the same number four. I might as well say my number three. Yep. Um, I have the Wakanda Forever, Namor's Attack of Wakanda. I have not seen Wakanda yet. <laughs> it's it's actually a pretty scary scene. Like, they made Namor basically a god. Mm-hmm. And the way he attacks Wakanda is, like, so creepy. Just water and just things, like, coming out of nowhere. And just the music. They, they made him, like, a horror movie monster.
1: Hmm. Okay. And
0: I, I just found it really exhilarating. And I was generally, like, my heart was generally pumping during that sequence.
1: Mm-hmm. Okay. Uh, number three for me is the ambulance helicopter chase through the LA river. Yeah. Uh just everything about it like the way it was shot. I just I love those like wide shots, especially that iconic shot at the end kind of like water splashing over Very Terminator 2. Yeah, very Terminator 2. <laughs> especially yeah. Yeah. The it helicopter. Was, right. Yeah. And um yeah, it just the music, everything was swelling up. There yeah, just it was an adrenaline rush. Hell yeah. And plus Jake Gyllenhaal with a machine gun. <laughs> <laughs>
0: Okay, uh, number two, <laughs> um, this guilty pleasure. This is probably my favorite action scene of twenty twenty two, but like I'm ashamed to admit it. <laughs> it's from Jurassic World Dominion. <laughs> it's uh, it's the raptor uh, rooftop parkour chase. Oh. It's so cool, <laughs> raptors are doing parkour. They're chasing a motorcycle that's also doing parkour. <laughs> like, Wow. Wow. So inventive, so creative, very rewatchable. Yeah. And I'm going to say it's the second best parkour chase of all time. <laughs> One being Casino Royale. Mm, okay. <laughs> have you seen that movie? No, I have not.
1: Okay. No. Okay. Nope. okay. Yeah, a lot of movies. Not on this. Okay. okay. Not on my view. Okay. <laughs> so what's your number two? Uh, number two was also from Ambulance. Uh, the operation scene when they're getting chased and everything i just i don't know i really connected with this like this was probably where i was like really the most focused on the screen that i was watching the night like i love this movie but i don't know what it was like i i feel like it's been done before but the way it was shot and his the way he like edits and cuts and everything like that it it just added up and uh, it was really intense scene for me it also
0: started really weird because she's calling her ex-boyfriend. He's like, what do you want? <laughs> yeah. We've been over for six yeah. months now. But yeah, I, I, I enjoyed that aspect. He's like, okay,
1: yeah, down to business. I'm a doctor. He calls his two <laughs> golf buddies. All right, we're going to get off the course here. We're going to hold the, everyone behind us waiting.
0: <laughs> yeah, it's pretty uh, yeah. pretty ridiculous. But no, it is a good scene. No, I, I did enjoy that. Though. Good stuff. Um, number one, I would assume we probably have the same one. Top Gun. Top Gun, Maverick, the final mission. Oh, yeah. <laughs> oh, oh, my God. Just that, that part of where the music, that needle drop moment, and all the planes are just shooting and exploding around. Mm-hmm. Like, oh, my God, in the mountains. Wow. like Everything's been built up this moment. The
1: team's working together. like, ugh. And
0: they're all freaking Movie out.
1: magic. Bank left. Bank left. Got a bogey.
0: Got a bogey. <laughs> it's coming back around, Mav. It's coming back. <laughs> How many times did you see it in there overall? Five. Oh. Five times. I think it's actually back in theaters right now. Like I might again? actually yeah. rewatch it, yeah. but I'll probably rewatch my number 1 uh, again, which we'll get to. All right. Um okay, uh next up we have best fight scenes. Um actually I had a hard time with this one too because there really hasn't been that much hand-to-hand mm-hmm. stuff this year.
1: yeah I got some that might be cheating. Yeah. <laughs> me too. All right. You want to start off? Sure. <coughs> Excuse me. Um Sorry guys, slowly
0: dying. Uh, number five, I actually went with uh, Wayman from Everything, Every Everywhere, All at Once. The fanny pack fight scene. Mm-hmm. Nunchuck.
1: Nunchuck fanny pack. Yeah, it's essentially it's it's a straight callback to Jack J- J- JC, Oh yeah. boy Jackie Chan. Just his stances, like he looks like Jackie Chan. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah. yeah. I think
0: that role was supposed to be, or no, the Michelle Yeoh was role was supposed to be Jackie. Oh really? Originally? Yeah, because then they swapped the genders. Yeah. Um, but real fun scene and. Mm-hmm. Just another testament to, to the fact that Hong Kong action will never die. Never.
1: <laughs> Hong Kong forever. Uh, number five for me is actually in the Jack Reacher TV show. Hell yeah. Yeah. I, that was on my list but <laughs> was uh, it? I took it off. Took it off? Yeah. Uh, I went with the prison washroom fight. I just I just love how he dismantled every single guy in there. Like so confidently so but like it was like Brock Lesnar and his like his speed in the scene, like he was moving fast, but then with so much like aggression and like so much power behind everything. So yeah, really I love that it. show. Like I, I just love <laughs> yeah. him as Reacher. It's yeah. so good. Yeah. Um. So number four. So you, are you saying he's better than Tom
0: Cruise? <laughs> I prefer him, but Tom it's Cruise, a different character movie.
1: <laughs> Tom Cruise is a
0: better actor. Like his line delivery is way better. Obviously, yeah. But Reacher, like. Richard isn't supposed to talk that much. He's supposed to be just like a presence, Mm -hmm. like a force of nature. Mm -hmm. Um, So number four, I went with Accident Man 2. Uh, It's the final fight between Scott Atkins and this up-and-comer guy, Andy Long, who actually choreographed the fight. Mm -hmm. Um, Really fun. A lot of callbacks, a lot of Hong Kong spins that that Scott Atkins does. You can see him doing it on concrete and see his face. (laughs) And um, this stuff is just catnip for me, right? Another... Hong Kong forever. <laughs> so when I see it like modern day, I was like, yes, keep it alive. Nice. Because a lot of Western audience, they, they don't know what a Hong Kong spin is. When they say, they're like, oh, well, that's, that's cool. That's interesting. Watch our
1: video. You can see Hong Kong spin. <laughs> 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 uh, All yes. right. Number four for me. Speaking of Scott Atkins from Day Shift, the, their little team going oh. into the hive. I didn't watch that movie. You never good. watched that? Is it I, good? I watched parts of it, but it's mostly just watching scenes. <laughs> <laughs> I feel like didn't Jamie Foxx make the exact same movie with, power or something a power yeah. yeah he's a little different in this he's okay trying to be like blade in this kind of but more like one-liners yeah <laughs> yeah but uh, Scott Atkins is part of the team and so like it's him and like kind of his partner or brother or whatever who's played by the guy that's uh, in shameless so they're both like huge hulking guys nice and um, they're just taking out like a whole team or the a whole house of vampires and Scott Axins is doing, like, just basically, like, Hong Kong spins and, like, taking out nice. every single vampire, but with Hong Kong spins and acrobatic, like, flipping. Maybe I'll check stuff. it out for that, just for that yeah, scene Just watch though. that scene. Just watch The Hive. Because <laughs> I have, like, no interest when yeah. I saw that. Yeah, you don't have to watch the whole movie. Because the, the actual stunt people in the scenes, they, it, it seemed like they did a lot of practical stuff. Okay. Because they used, like, gymnasts and contortionists. Nice. So you had, like, these weird, like, body movements and of the vampires. Interesting. And then Scott just, like, kicking them. <laughs> I'll check it out. So, yeah. You gotta watch it. I'll check it out.
0: Uh, number three, uh, is everything everywhere all at once? Is the dildo fight? <laughs> dildo. This is again a Jackie more Stephen Chow inspired. I'd say like <laughs> sequence where um, they're just fighting to get the dildo the butt up their plug. ass. Are you talking about the butt plug? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Dildo butt plug. The, yeah, that okay. thing. Yeah, they're just fighting to get that up their ass, right. which is um, yeah, it's hilarious. Um, I. I I'll share my thoughts on that, that entire movie later on, but okay. um, yeah, on to you.
1: Uh, number three for me is from the movie "A Violent Night. <laughs> from, oh, um, have you watched yeah, that? Yeah. I haven't seen it yet. No? No. Yeah, so David Harbour and then Aber? the 80, 8711 guys <laughs> <Yes>. like, <laughs> choreographing all the fights. So he's got the scene where he like, fights like a bunch of goons in like a farmhouse, and uh, his weapon of choice is a sledgehammer. Nice. So, their choreography with the sledgehammer and everything that he's doing with it, beautiful stuff. Santa Claus. Nice. Kicking ass. (laughs) He's not like a ghost or anything, right? No, he's actually Santa Claus. Oh, really? (laughs) (laughs) Like, it makes sense. Like, if if you watch the story, I don't know. You can spoil it, but he... He was a Viking in the past who oh. becomes a who becomes Okay, okay. Yeah.
0: Speaking of Vikings, uh, number two. Oh, here we go. I got the uh, volcano nude the fight. Final with, fight. Yeah, <laughs> their, their dicks like swinging around <laughs> in the fire, and just the fact that again another Warner, and they're out there, and it's cold. Yeah, and hot at the same time. Um, very, very exhilarating. Watching that in theaters, like mm-hmm. the music, bass, like oh,
1: yeah. oh. Yeah, the sound, like. Just them breathing as well. Like you could feel like they're it's hot as hell in there. Yeah. It's yeah. it's a great scene. It's yeah. um
0: again, it's another one where I'm like I watch it, I'm like, cinema's back, baby! Movies are <laughs> back. <laughs>
1: All right, number two for me is Predator versus the French trappers. Mm. Uh, this was just really satisfying just to see Predator like use every single weapon in his arsenal to like the most maximum effect especially the like uh, my favorite part was the netting like when he shoots that net on the guy and it just like squeezes him until like he like pops yeah yeah just really uh satisfying to to watch Uh, it would have been better if he killed the french trappers of the revenant (laughs) (laughs) these guys look
0: like tame versions of those guys It's, yeah, I just take You, know, takes you should have fought the bear in the revenant too. It's that just, bear
1: would have been much better.
0: It just takes me out. I just, they're just too clean. <laughs> they should be dirty, grimy. But I get it, Disney or stars or what have you, whoever the producers are. Um, okay, number one. What is your number one? Number, oh, it's my, gonna be different. <laughs> maybe I'm drooling. <laughs> so number one is from The Old Man. Jeff oh, Bridges. I seen this. Oh. Jeff Bridges versus an Asian assassin. Asian, yeah, he's an Asian yes. guy. Um,
1: known do we do we know him? No. no.
0: Another oneer, and it's very grappling based, so it's basically a jujitsu fight. Nice, and it's Jeff Bridges, who's like almost 80. Is he doing the whole yeah. thing himself? Yeah,
1: no, the, none of those hidden cuts. None or... of those hidden cuts.
0: <laughs> I don't know for sure. I'll I'd have to re watch it sometimes. Switches, <laughs> I don't believe so, because it's basically just them straight up grappling. Nice, at one point, he gets like a rear naked show, he gets the hooks in and everything. Nice, and close up with their face. It's, I think. Two things make it intense one Chef Bridges is like 80 years old like he's old <laughs> and he's actually fighting a guy like around our age and number two it's it's like a real fight yeah when, when you're struggling life and death in a real fight you're like grabbing the people's limbs you're like breathing heavy you're holding they hoping they like lose some strength so you can make your next move it's like that what's the novel. setting
1: where, where, where's it taking place
0: Inside a car,
1: oh, then outside a
0: car, then inside the car again,
1: tight spaces, <laughs> yeah, really cool. Yeah. Check it out, it's a little dark, but still enjoyed it. Awesome, awesome. Uh, so my number one is actually your, I think, number four, which was uh, Evelyn versus the butt plug assassins, mm-hmm. which is how I called it. Nice, uh, uh yeah, this, uh, yeah, I just love this because it was, I felt this was like a real big callback to Jackie Chan scenes. Like it's so much comedy involved in it. Like, especially when they like lose their abilities and they're like, just slapping each other because they don't have anything. And then obviously all the butt plug stuff, like fighting over that one. Like it's, it's in a lot of Jackie Chan movies, but they, they fight over one piece of like weaponry or whatever. And the choreography is all centered around that. So yeah, just um great callback to Jackie Chan stuff. too. Good, good stuff. Did yeah. you watch, you haven't watched the old man, right? No, I haven't seen that. Okay. Definitely want to check it out.
0: Got it. So this is where it gets really interesting because, as I mentioned, the theme is variety. Um, all my choices for the next categories are, are do not match my list of best action movies mm, and season. Yeah, yeah. It's wild. <laughs> it's weird how that works because yeah. there's
1: there, so much variety. What are we going to talk about next, though?
0: Best Heroes of Ooh. 2022. Okay. Um, So I can start. The first one, or number five, I should say, is Allison Janney as Lou in the movie Lou. Man, that is an underrated movie. I'm not going to say it's a great movie by Mm -hmm. any chance, Mm -hmm. but I threw it on not expecting anything. That movie is like a nice, tight 90-minute thriller. Nice. And Allison Janney, the way she looks and moves and talks is like the boss from Metal Gear Solid 3, Snake Eater. Oh, nice. And uh, her, I'm not going to spoil, I don't want to spoil anything, but the villain guy she has like a mother-son relationship with and the way he looks looks like solid snake <laughs> or naked snake from Metal Gear Solid 3 hmm. and they even have a final battle on a beach oh it's pretty epic but yeah. uh needless to say she really pulled it off especially being I think she's like 70
1: maybe 75 yeah yeah and fighting uh our boy uh Daniel berner yeah <laughs> <laughs> I did see that scene I haven't seen the movie but I saw that cabin yeah. fight then and- she little. pulled it off.
0: Like she, <laughs> she did. Yeah, she's she's a big lady. Yeah, she is. She's like
1: <laughs> not fat, but tall. Six feet maybe or like five she, eleven. She looks six feet. like she she's, could huge. Be, yeah. she's huge. She's yeah. huge,
0: but uh yeah, number five.
1: All right. Uh number five for me is Evelyn Way from Everything, Everywhere, All At Once. The you know Michelle Yeah. Michelle Yeoh. beautiful actress, and just really is, is I'm just so happy for her to get this role like culminating in like all everything she's done and she only got that
0: role because Jennifer Lawrence you know that
1: right (laughs) of course (laughs) she paved the way the first (laughs) female action hero (laughs) exactly exactly so yeah Michelle Yo. just happy for her to get this role and she just nailed it knocked it out of the park right good stuff number four I have
0: Reacher from Reacher Alan Richardson number four for me perfect (laughs) just um Just a giant mountain of a man. What Um, a screen presence. Force of nature. A literal force of nature. That just tears through the murder plot. (laughs) Murder mystery plot. I remember, I think it was the first episode when he stopped like a domestic abuse Mm -hmm. uh, situation by just staring at the guy. (laughs) 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 It doesn't say anything. The guy's like, hey man, I'm cool.
1: (laughs) Yeah, that'll scare you off. Force of nature. Yeah, absolutely. You said it all. <clears throat> all right. So, go to your number three. So, number three is
0: from um, this is like a total sleep room. I don't think anybody saw this movie, but this movie's sick. It's No Exit.
1: No Exit. Okay.
0: It's on Disney Plus. Check it out. So, the setup for No Exit is like this teenage girl running away from a foster home, I think. I can't remember. And she ends up in this blizzard in the cabin with five strangers. She goes out and sees a little girl kidnapped in a car. Mm-hmm. And now she has to figure out who's the, who are the kidnappers.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: And the star mm-hmm. is Havana Rose Lou, so she's like half Asian. Character's mm-hmm. name Character named Darby Thorne. And just how she she's obviously outmatched and physically and any of these people can kill her. And just the fact how she like weaves around the mystery and tries to solve, tries to save this little girl and figure out who the kidnaps are. It's it's still this movie this movie's sick. <laughs> I, I highly recommend it. Watch it tonight if you want to, or tomorrow. What Sick. No exit. No exit. Disney Plus. It's a sick movie. It's sick. <laughs> <laughs> like 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 is it good though? Is it good? Oh it's sick. <laughs> <laughs> I really like that movie. Alright. I really liked it, but go ahead. Uh...
1: sorry, I not <coughs> find the character name. I can't remember the character name. I mean. Sorry, my bad. Hooray! Okay, okay, that's her name. Uh, so my number three is the main protagonist that you we first meet in *Barbarian*. Tess, I believe is her name. Okay, played by Georgina Campbell. Uh, I just I feel like she was a really good movie heroine. Like she made a lot of the choices I feel like I would have made. Like, getting into that kind of situation and it's it's such an awkward thing with the the whole beginning part, which I felt like a masterpiece of, mm-hmm. of a movie that very first act um, but then just going throughout the whole movie every choice she makes I feel like it, it makes sense as in her as a character and the way she played and everything so I gotta I gotta go with her for number three yeah how she goes back to try to save uh, Justin Long <laughs> yeah but it, that was kind of established <coughs> her to like she she feels like she needs to save people like, yeah, yeah I guess yeah. he'll
0: change <laughs> um, exactly. she
1: can't even leave that abusive boyfriend? <laughs>
0: Huh. So number two, I went. I don't know his character name, but the old man, Jeff Bridges. Okay, man, what a presence this guy still carries at his age. <laughs> wow. Um, but yeah, like you know, Bridges ranges so much in his roles. He goes from like goofy guy to grumpy old man guy to uh, gunslinger guy, but to an, a legit hand to hand fighter. <laughs> I gotta watch this. Show. It's um. <laughs> I mean, the first few episodes were great. I kind of tailed off a little bit. Uh, maybe I'll go back and finish it. But mm-hmm. similar to Reacher, he has like such a presence to him. You know, there's something there's obviously being younger people when you see like an older person, you naturally respect them, right? But there's something about like an older person that can kill you. <laughs> <laughs> Different story. With his
1: like speech, bad is, is it very like Marvel like, like. No, he talks you know, normal. Like you can, you can understand him. More. He talks normal. Okay. Yeah. I feel like as he gets older, it's like kind of harder to understand him a little bit. Cool. Okay, what's your number two? Uh, number two for me is also from Everything Everywhere All at Once. Wayman Wang, so the oh, husband. He's not a hero though. <laughs> he's a hero. He's a hero, man. Did you not hear his final monologue? That, uh, yeah, that, uh, you yeah, know, it set me off. Like, I, I really connected with the character and um, it's just great to see K. Wee Kwan back and, like, hearing his, like, real-life story and, like, why he, like, quit Hollywood and couldn't get the yes. roles. Good to see him, like, having this huge comeback. So, again, it, I guess, you know, personal bias or whatever for Michelle Yeoh and him getting back into Hollywood. It probably clouds my judgment in putting them on the Michelle- list, but Michelle Yeoh never left. <laughs> but for her to get this big of a role and, like, like she's got, she's probably gonna get an Oscar. Or have they not? Have they announced the nominees? Don't, I don't believe so. No. Okay. Yet. Well, she probably will get an Oscar nominee. Though, so. Oh, she's
0: actually my number one. She is. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Originally, I had uh, Jared Leto as Morpheus. Okay. For my number one. <laughs> Morbid die. Yeah. That was my
1: original. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god, I'm dying. Yeah, now. he's on my honorary, <laughs> honorary honorable <laughs> mentions. But no, she's my
0: number one. Um. Yeah. Not only that, you know, the obvious the martial obvious martial arts stuff. <coughs> Sorry guys. Coughing. Coughing your ears here. Um not yeah, not only the obvious martial arts stuff, just the fact that she can range on the different um types, mm-hmm. different dimensions. So many. Like confident, weak, sausage finger thing lady.
1: Yeah. <laughs> and it was just a, like a change in the facial expression. You could tell exactly like what she was like trying to express or whatever it's-
0: See, this yeah. is why she's better than Jackie. Because Jackie, <coughs> you know, Jackie doesn't really have that much range, but she does. You got a
1: drunken guy, <laughs> funny guy. Yeah,
0: yeah. But no, she's um, she certainly earns it. I hope she wins the Oscar. Yeah,
1: really do. Doubt it, but. All right, now on to right. A... Oh, oh, sorry. My oh, number yeah, what's one. My number one. My number one is actually from a TV show, and it's uh, Kim Wexler from. Better call Saul. Oh. Who is probably very gray. Like, she's not really here in, like, gray area. But uh, just her overall arc. And then I just, I just want to give her props because, like, she deserves it. She's never got an Emmy, which she totally deserves. Uh, but I just I love that character arc from the beginning to the end and everything about it. So, yeah. I want to give her props. Yeah. Plus, she's really pretty.
0: <laughs> Dime piece. Anyways, best villains. Let's have some fun. Um, you can start this right. time. Right.
1: Number five for me is I'll start off with the one that's popular: Riddler. <laughs> Riddler for number five. Um, really like Paul Dano's portrayal of the character. Uh, I was afraid they were gonna go into like some kind of like Joker territory, but I'm glad they kind of reigned it back and it became actual like quizzes and stuff that you had to actually solve and everything. So, um, little died di- a di- little bit in the end, just w- with that. I, don't know, I can't remember if it was a post credit sequence where he meets the Joker. Was that post credits? Yeah. yeah. Where, no, like, it's
0: um, it's in the movie. It's in the movie. It, yeah. Okay.
1: Yeah, like where I felt like they he they put him aside and like oh, gotta introduce the next person, but um, he, he carried that role perfectly and just his menace in his face and his eyes and everything. He is pretty terrifying to look at sometimes. The best in part. This role. The best part was
0: when he um, it, I think it was like the Reddit video to his fans. Hey guys, (laughs) it's my last video.
1: I felt like that insult. (laughs) Yeah, that was great. That's the best part. Yeah. Beautiful.
0: So number five, he's not technically a villain, but he's still um, an antagonist to our hero. Mm -hmm. Um, I went with Glenn Powell from Top Gun Maverick. (laughs)
1: He's a hero, damn it. <laughs> <laughs> he just
0: talks shit. <laughs> I am good, Rooster. I am good. He's there to push the guys, man. <laughs> you need him. <laughs> but he's the antagonist like to the hero. Yeah. yeah.
1: Great guy. Who's Miles Teller?
0: <laughs> yeah.
1: All right, go on. All right, number four for me is uh, Everything Everywhere All at Once, Jobu Tubaki, uh, mainly just for her entrance when like, she walks into that hallway and like meets those cops. And the way she takes down those cops, I felt that was actually pretty terrifying, like, how Mm. easily and just how playful she was and nonchalant. Like, uh, you're just confetti. I'll just make you confetti. And, and like, I'll pile drive you like Zangief (laughs) from Street Fighter. So, yeah. Just that scene alone just made her add add her to the list. Okay. Number
0: four. (laughs) Originally, I had Michael Shannon from Bullet Train. But that movie is so forgettable and weird, and yeah. I, I just felt that I didn't deserve to be a part of any of this. Mm-hmm. Of my,
1: I actually watched the movie, and yeah, my, nothing is a part of that.
0: Yeah, we'll be watching it together. Mm-hmm. So I, I went with Gore, uh, Christian Bale's Gore, from Thor. Talking about Mortal Kombat, Gore. <laughs> no. Gore. Um, obviously, it's a very flawed movie. Yeah, uh, the script. It's odd, but Chris Mill elevates what he's given. Oh, absolutely. He always does. Oh, absolutely. Especially the opening scene. Now he's crying over his daughter and then makes that turn. um, And him pleading for help from the god. Mm -hmm. Very powerful stuff. And um, he sold his character for me, especially like the final stuff. Absolutely. Yeah. So he deserves
1: to be on here. Yep. Uh, Number three are we on? Uh, yeah, Yeah, three. So three for me is Soldier Boy from The Boys. Nice. Uh, kind of hard to like. Oh man, I totally forgot about the boys.
0: <laughs> you have nothing on your list for the boys. No, no. I would have put. Think about it. I would have put like best fight
1: scene in yeah. there. I totally forgot yeah, that. the three way fighter. Yeah, right. Yeah, I totally forgot about that. Wow. <laughs> yeah, it's like it's hard to overshadow. Um, oh, Homelander. Homelander, but like Soldier Boy, totally did it. like complete opposite. Like where as insecure as Homelander is, like Soldier Boys is like so like self-confident and just like, you know, he knows everything that comes out of his mouth is like he 100% believes in everything. So he just, he just made for such an interesting character and Jensen, Jensen Eccles portrayal of him is just really cool.
0: Yeah. I want to put him, I totally forgot <laughs> That's the thing, right? There's so much content. It's hard so to, <laughs> I, and it came
1: out like pretty early in the year. So it's, you know,
0: and there was a period where like it. all the shows came out at once and I couldn't really keep up with everybody. Um Yeah. I, I thought he came out last year. Oh, it's 2022. Funny. So, my number three is your number five, the Riddler. Oh, Paul Dano. Uh, I liked how, like, the Riddler is not supposed to be strong in any way, mm-hmm. Like <laughs> supposed to be a little bit of a bitch. So, I like the little touch that Paul Dano gives him. Like, whenever he does something physically active, he screams like a girl.
1: <laughs> <laughs> Did that happen in the first scene?
0: Yeah, with the crowbar. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> so I like that little touch. Yeah, acting. <laughs> <laughs> What's
1: number, number two. All right. So number two for me is from House of the Dragon. Okay. I, I there's a lot of great characters this year, so I am. Um, I am choosing Lars strong, who's the uh, you know. Foot fetish boy. <laughs> oh right, right, yeah, right, right. right. Yeah. So just like he's basically the um, uh, what's the equivalent from Game of Thrones? The uh, oh, uh, little finger. Little finger. Uh, he's the little finger of this series. Um, just his scheming, but yeah, like killing his brother and father and everything like that. So, yeah, he's just creepy. He's a creepy little fucker. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Number two.
0: Number two. So number two for me, I went with uh, Lloyd from The Gray Man.
1: Yep, <laughs>
0: just so slimy, <laughs> slimy Chris Evans, and he looks like a comic book character. The way they design his look, mm-hmm. like he looks like that uh, that superhero guy, Invincible. Oh, okay. Like he looks like the dad, just skinny. oh yeah yeah, okay. just skinny. <laughs> Omni Man. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, he
1: looks exactly like yeah. him, just skinny with like lighter hair color. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Who who would you hate more, like to meet in person, like him or his character from Knives <laughs> Out? <laughs> He would like be the, the bigger same character. Asshole. I know <laughs> he's playing the same character. Yeah, it's uh, yeah. It's weird. That's weird. How <laughs> you look at it? I don't know. Well, I mean, Lloyd will
0: actually kill you, whereas the other guy is um, a bitch. Just can pay shit. for people to kill you. Yeah, though. just talk shit. <laughs> All
1: right, well, the other guy's probably more of a schemer. So. Yeah. What's your number one? Uh, number one for me is Lalo Salamanca from Better Call Saul. Mm. Um, I never thought there would be a villain that I would think would be better than Gus Fring. But then here comes Salamanca <laughs> from season four on and um, just his portrayal of it. Like he obviously is a different type of role from Gus Fring where he's much more charming. He's very um, he really gets you, gets your guards down in the way he talks to you and everything and then strikes. You know, so hmm. and he's very intelligent as well. So, uh, yeah, kind of went out luckily because like, Gus Fring just, oh, well, that's spoilers. I won't say anymore, but uh, oh. love that character and love uh Toadie's portrayal of him. Yeah, I'm not a Better Call Saul guy. Yeah, I know, I know. <laughs> <laughs> uh, number one for
0: me, I went with uh, my boy, Jake Gyllenhaal, Ambulance.
1: <sighs> villain, eh? Great going
0: villain. For, going for a villain. I loved it because, uh, like I said in my video essay, like I generally didn't know his intentions throughout <laughs> the movie because he's so like ADHD, <laughs> hot and cold. Like I, I, th- I thought he was wanted to help the guy, but I never thought he would actually kill or try to kill the girl or kill innocent people. Well, at that he's, point, he's desperate and, yeah. But I but never thought he would actually do it, though. I figured he would still, that's just a card for him to play with. But then... But like his brother, though, he would not ne- I, I don't feel like he would ever turn on his brother, though. Mm, yeah. yeah. But no, that, again, we're still discussing it. That makes him yeah. a fantastical <laughs> villain. Um. Okay. Now we're going to do uh, the actual best films, not just uh, action films. Best films. Of 2022. 20, two, two, two. All right, you want to start off?
1: Sure, I can start off. Actually, you start off. Okay. So for number five, I am going with Barbarian. Uh, I really love this movie. Like, it really, yeah, I, I didn't know anything about it going in other than the poster of Justin Long. And I was like starting the movie, and this where's Justin Long? <laughs> and then that opening sequence, I, I kind of said before, is like it's, it's just a masterpiece of like just building tension and and just getting you like your heart racing the whole time, and then the payoff of that. But then from just to go from that cutting right to Justin Long after, I thought that was just brilliant the way they broke it down to like acts and pieces and everything like Tarantino esque in a way, but done much. Well, it fit the fit this movie. The and plus, lady like lady. everybody's going against type. Mm-hmm.
0: Like you got the yeah it, really it guy being the good guy, and then yeah. you got Justin Long, pretty boy, saying, "Hey faggot." <laughs> yeah, Justin Long, who you normally <laughs> always like.
1: <laughs> yeah, yeah. It's like one of the first things he says on the
0: phone or something yeah. with his buddy.
1: And Skarsgård, who like looks like scary as hell, but then yeah, actually, he's a the kind guy. Of sweet guy. That's what I said. <laughs>
0: the it guy playing the good guy. Yeah. Um, okay, number five for me. I actually went with Top Gun Maverick as much as I number love this five? movie. Yeah, because all the other ones are a lot better. Okay. So I went with number five Top Gun Maverick, even though I do think definitely 100% the best action movie of the year. Um, I'm not going to go m- into more pay because everybody knows how much I love it and why. Um, okay. It's just the the, the preceding four, are, I feel, are just far superior in cinema achievements.
1: Okay. Cinematic I, achievements. I have that as number four for me, so we can go on. Okay, so what's your number three? Uh, number three for me. Actually, is... no, I'll, go, I'll say my number. Yeah, four yeah, then. you say number. Yeah. So number four for me, I went with uh, Banshee of
0: Indashiran. Oh. Martin Madonna. Is that his name? <laughs> McDonald. Madonna. 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 Martin Madonna. He's
1: back, baby. That's how you say it in Irish?
0: He's back. He's back, baby. Um, I didn't. This is one of those movies where I kind of expected the wrong thing. Mm-hmm. It's very slow paced. Very slow paced. But it's not as hilarious as in Bruges
1: still pretty good. But a lot of the
0: things <laughs> stick with you, especially me being an artist. Yeah. Like how he talks about how, look, I can sit here all day with you, Ray, or Ray, or whatever his name was, Or I can, you know, work on a pissy music Pedro today. <laughs> yeah. It's hard to Padre. Say or Pedro. then a little bit tomorrow, then a little bit the next day. And within five days, there's something new for the world to appreciate in my mm-hmm. art. Mm-hmm. And that just stuck home with me. I'm like, damn, that is right. Because yeah. it's ultimately about like an artist's like devotion to their actual art versus living. Yeah. Um, and it's very somber. I don't. I wasn't that satisfied with the ending, especially when the Ringer guys were saying, oh, it goes to uh, No Country for Old Men in the third act. No, it doesn't. What? what? That's literally what the Chris Ryan says here.
1: How? No, it doesn't. <laughs>
0: what? It does not. It, it does not.
1: Uh, yeah, I don't see that correlation at all. No. But all no, right. this
0: is a very melancholic movie and a nice Absolutely. throwback yeah. uh, to the 90s cinema. Yeah, uh,
1: That's actually my number three. And yeah, I love it for a lot of reasons you said and that it's this is one of the movies just that what's that stuck with me afterwards where like I kept thinking about it and I started like contemplating my own life and like my relationships with Mm -hmm. friends and like things that have gone on in my life and um and I I just feel like the, the whole cast just is like amazing like Barry Keoghan his character is so tragic and just like you feel so sorry for him, but then also, like, you know, he's kind of a creep. But then <laughs> – and, like, the sister, Carrie Condon, like, she, she was a great character herself. But, like, just every character in there just feels so lived in. Mm-hmm. And the setting, amazing. Like, I, I, like, really would probably want to maybe just go walk around that that area. Yeah, I like... wouldn't want to be there, though. <laughs> <That> <laughs> no, I wouldn't like... want to be there long. <laughs> maybe for a day. <coughs> No, that place yeah. looks really
0: depressing to me. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I guess that adds to the melancholy of it all. Yeah. Um, number three for me. Or wait, was that your number three? That wasn't my number three. So, your number three for me. <coughs> all right, number three for me is Tar, mm. uh, starring Cape Blanchett. Mm-hmm. This movie has no music and it's about music. <laughs>
1: <coughs> That's crazy.
0: And I'm glad I saw this in theaters because I know my attention span wouldn't be able to watch it at home. Uh, But when I saw it in theaters and sat there alone, by the way, um, it was just hypnotic. The editing, the mise-en-scene, the framing, the lack of music, the silence, Mm -hmm. the way she moves her hands when she talks. It was just, oh, I know it's not for everybody, but we need movies like this. It's like a (coughs) a modern-day Kubrickian film Hmm. to me. And uh, you know how Todd Field was in Eyes Wide Shut, right? Yeah, and he apparently got notes from Kubrick, and you see it, Hmm. you see it. It, You can. This is a nice companion piece with Eyes Wide Shut, if you want it to be, and it is just hypnotic. Performance-wise,
1: would you say her performance might beat, or like, would you? She'll win. She'll win. She'll win over Michelle. Yeah, of course she'll
0: win. (laughs) It yeah, is just. She deserves it though. Probably. Yeah. It, it was like I was in a state of just hypnosis the entire time in the theater. Yeah. I was like, wow. Yeah. And afterwards, like, Jesus. That like transcended <laughs> film for me. Damn. Just so good. So good. Watch and it. And that's number three.
1: Yeah. What are your number two and one? <laughs> All right. um Number two for me is Glass Onion. uh Maybe a little recency bias against because I just watched it, but I just, in this day and age, and the story they're telling, and everything that just matches up with, I don't know. It, just, it was a great caper. It was great mystery. Everything about it just worked. Uh, the whole cast like nailed it. Um, yeah, I just I I loved everything about it. I do love that
0: movie. Um, I uh... <coughs> <coughs> sorry guys. I like it better than the first one, mm-hmm. but uh, I I couldn't put it on my list. I don't feel that it matches. Um, as much of an achievement as it was, mm-hmm. I mean, needless. I feel this is how I feel with most of Ryan Johnson's movies. Sometimes it can be a bit too smug.
1: Okay, yeah, I get his that. writing can I be a bit that. too smug. Yeah. But
0: whatever, that's that's fine. He's taking a big swing, and it comes off that way. Mm-hmm. But uh, no, I still love it. I especially the part where uh, Daniel Craig is like picking apart Edward Norton, how he talks. <laughs> Yeah, because I do that in real life when I talk to people. I'm like, "What?" You, what? That, <laughs> that's,
1: that's not even a word. <laughs> that doesn't really make sense. You just made that word up. It's, like, <laughs> it's just dumb. <laughs> yeah. uh, but no, he he was amazing in this movie. <laughs>
0: yeah, and I liked how they made him gay, which is pretty funny <laughs> with Hugh Grant. Is yeah. it Hugh Grant playing himself or what? Yeah, because <laughs> yeah, it doesn't really make sense. <clears throat> um, that. Uh, a guy from Kentucky would live in London, <laughs> but I guess he's married to a London guy, so that, yeah. that was pretty funny. <laughs> yeah, it's so number two for me. I just come up with Barbarian. Oh, wow! So, <coughs> oh, excuse me. Not only is Barbarian like a generally good, very good um, horror movie, obviously, it's just a really good cinematic movie. Like the way it's edited, the pacing, the pacing, especially like those insert shots of the where she's like, "Oh, where's my phone." And it like cuts to the phone there. It's just this guy's a really good director. Mm-hmm. I want him to see, see him not just keep doing horror, but I want to see him do like other stuff. And this was his first movie. He hasn't yeah. really directed. No, he's directed anything. something else, but it didn't really like smaller span out. Yeah, pan out. Um, <coughs> no, it's just. I don't want to say he's like the it guy. It's just when you you when you when you can really see the craft that goes into that rhythm of the scene and the editing and the pacing. It's you know like, me, I'm an editor, editor, yeah. and I was like, Jesus, this guy's good. Yeah.
1: Like the the attention to detail, like everything is just yeah. laid out. And...
0: But it's just the editing. The yeah. editing is so masterful. The editing is like that of like. Um, like a film of comp- uh, of a music composer, composer in an orchestra cuz you know I me mean? I'm all about editing I'm all about rhythm it's like when I when I can see it's like listening to music to me when I see good editing like I was like holy mm-hmm. shit mm-hmm. holy shit and that's why I felt like tar too so similarly I think this I actually think the editing in this and the pacing is superior to tar mm-hmm. and mm-hmm. it's a superior movie overall yeah. but you know it's almost blasphemous blasphemous to say that a horror movie is better than tar <laughs> but it
1: is it certainly is mm-hmm. yeah. Uh, what's your number one uh, number one for me is everything er- everywhere all at once uh yeah just aside from like all the like, craziness and action and all that stuff like i just i really related with the characters myself um and i've related with each like one of the individual ones at certain points and their stories and their arcs and everything like wayman and evelyn and then the daughter as well like um she, who stephanie sue played amazing um so like yeah just, the movie spoke to me in in certain ways emotionally where I, I really just felt connected to it and aside from all the craziness, which is just like a bonus on top of it so, mm-hmm. yeah I, okay,
0: don't attack me for this but I I don't really I don't hate it I don't it's not that I don't like it. it's just I don't really I like it I just don't think it's as amazing as everybody thinks it is um partly it's it's probably because, to me, it feels like a very Stephen Chow movie. <laughs> you seen
1: this stuff before? <laughs> yeah, yeah. So to me, I'm just sort of like, yeah. oh, all right, cool. We've yeah. seen
0: this before. We're just it's just in a Hollywood movie. But uh, notice, there's disrespect to those guys. It's certainly an accomplishment. Mm-hmm. It's just I don't. I just feel that my other movies here are like far superior. That's all it is. Mm-hmm. I still liked it. Right. I just don't is love taste? it is I, don't, list? I don't love it as much as everybody. You're
1: else. You're wrong, does. but what?
0: <laughs> I don't really like it that much. I enjoy. Did it. you
1: ever watch their first movie, Swiss Army? Man? yeah, yeah. that was good. Yeah, I actually good. think <laughs> that was a better movie than this one, personally. Really? All right.
0: <laughs> maybe it's because maybe because the. Uh, because of my knowledge of like Asian cinema, I'm like, oh, okay, yeah. Mm-hmm. But I did appreciate all the references and the callbacks. That was yeah, pretty cool. Yeah. Specifically, the Wong Kar Wai one. It's like, yes, baby, cinema's <laughs> back, baby. <laughs> okay, number one. Ugh. Maybe recently biased. I don't know. I'm gonna rewatch it. Babylon. Oh, <laughs> Damien Chazelle. Really uh, divisive. This it movie. Is. It is. I gotta I, watch this. <laughs> it, I I love it. I freaking love everything about this movie. Um a lot of people compare it to like Wolf Wall Street and uh PTA Boogie Nights. Yeah. Um I think it actually goes well with like Aviator. <laughs> Oddly okay. enough. Because okay. it's the same time period. It's like when they went from uh to Talkies. Yeah. Um It at points it does seem like he's trying too hard to like be zany. <laughs> um but what I <laughs> there's this scene. There's this scene where it, they kind of do this throughout the entire movie. They they just cross cut between everything. The scene where like Margot Robbie actually breaks out uh, as a star, and the I forget I don't know his name, the main character, the Spanish guy. Mm-hmm, he's mm-hmm. trying to like stop like a, a strike, and he's being chased by like 300 extras like in the background. Oh my god! And it's all practical. Um, I loved it. I know a lot of people are saying there's no emotional resonance. They they feel like oh these movies, but no, it's it's good and plus being a filmmaker too there's so many scenes where they talk about trying to make a movie especially when they transition from sound and that it's their first time and like every there's like a little bump they gotta stop and it's just that sequence like they're like god they're like god damn it (laughs) it is so good because that's basically like me growing up how to learn do sound and this and that but um damn it your fridge turned on again (laughs) yeah something like that yeah or it's like i hear a hum Oh, your arm. Um... <laughs> so... The humidifier is on. <laughs> yeah. Uh, the ending is weird. <laughs> I'm not sure. Mm... No, nah, I'm not going to spoil it. The ending is weird. <laughs> Don't when, spoil. when I see this image, I'm like, whoa, what the hell? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, it's a big swing. The ending is a huge swing. And I saw that. I'm like, hmm. Not sure it will work. But I still loved it. Mm. I still loved it. Mm. Great movie. Movie. Cinema's back, baby.
1: Cinema's back. <laughs> Do you think this year you've seen more movies than almost in like past year? Like your total overall, like just new stuff, like new stuff mm. or new content, like not even just movies, but like TV <coughs> shows and everything else.
0: Maybe. I have yeah. no idea. I didn't really keep track. Yeah.
1: So I feel like this year I've like missed the most. <laughs> most oh. <laughs> well,
0: I, I've always been a cinema. There, like there was a year like in 2017, 18, 19. Yeah. Like there was a period where I would go to a movie every weekend.
1: Mm-hmm. That movie pass would have worked out well for you. <laughs> yeah, it's just
0: um, I just really like the theatrical experience. Oh yeah,
1: I I still love it.
0: Oh, my God, Babylon! <coughs> I'm gonna rewatch it if you want to come join. But mm. it's good. It's <laughs> everybody's on. Everybody's like lit. <laughs> and oh, uh,
1: it's like—is it a world like you want to live in? No, <laughs> yeah, I want to be not, It's not.
0: There's a okay. So there's. When I said, the third act. Okay, the the epilogue is kind of out there. Yeah. The third act is out there too, and it's hilarious. Um, did, did you know that Toby McGuire in this movie?
1: Yeah, I've heard. that. Okay, he well, it, yes.
0: <laughs> his sequence is like batshit insane. Toby. <laughs> it's it's so weird, but but like scary and funny, and I, it's so fucking hilarious. Um, watch it, watch it.
1: Definitely. Okay. Anything else you want to say before we cut it off? No. Uh, I feel like I should catch up on a lot of stuff, but even then, what I've watched has been like greatly entertaining, and can't wait to see what comes out. <laughs> Babylon, baby, cinema's back. All right.
0: That does it for this episode, guys. Thanks for listening. Please subscribe, uh, rate, review, and we'll see you at the movies. <laughs> Send
1: <laughs> Athens your halls. <laughs>